You're listening to a Mornings with Kelly and Steve podcast. Be sure to check us out every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on Moody Radio. Very excited to speak with J.K. Stevens. He is the uh, Indianapolis Colson cohort leader. And so we're going to be talking about um, the Colson Fellowship. And you hear us, we've got spots that run here on Moody Radio. Uh, there's a longstanding relationship. You hear John Stone Street yep. uh, each day right here on Moody Radio. And now it's time to speak with J.K. Stevens. Good morning, J.K. How are you? I'm good, Kelly and Steve. Good morning to you. So glad you can join us. For those who don't know, uh, can you help people understand and introduce them to what the Colson Fellows uh, are? Sure. We uh, Our motto at Colson Fellows is to gain wisdom, live faithfully, and act courageously. And so it is so much more than a study program. I remember going to my first session when Chuck Colson was still on this side of heaven. And um, T.M. Moore said to us, you're not here just to learn. You're here to be transformed. And that really was my experience, and we've been doing that ever since. So we spend 10 months together in a program where we read, we do devotions, we listen to webinars, then we gather monthly here in the Indianapolis area to talk about what we've learned and to reinforce that, then our fellows are commissioned in June uh, after this 10-month period to go and make a difference in their world. And that that really was Chuck's dream, that influence, we would find influencers who would go change culture and lead others to Jesus Christ and the impact that makes in the culture. I love how that works. Talk a little bit more, if you would, J.K., about, you know, you said they're they're commissioned in June to go and make a difference in culture. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk a little more specifically about ways that they will do that after they've gone through these 10 months of, of going through this, this training and these discussions. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, let's, let's back up before we even get there. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back the train up because I don't want to jump ahead, and, and I tend to do that. Sure. But let's, let's talk first about these, these 10 months of getting together and discussing the things mm-hmm. that you're consuming together. Talk about what that's like, what, what being part of that cohort is like on a monthly basis and how you're growing together. What are, what are some of the, the challenges that, that people who are part of the cohort might encounter? In what ways will they be growing? Because I want folks to understand your next cohort starting in January, and I want people to understand whether this is something that is uh, right for them to commit to. Sure. Sure, Kelly, I understand that. And so many people get hung up on just the reading. That, oh, man, I can't read. And yet what you're reading is so contemporary. Um, you know, there's some that have talked for years about you have your Bible in one hand, your newspaper in the other. We don't do that so much anymore. But um, we're looking at what's happening in front of us and talking about that every month. So we start with very basic things um, in the summertime, early fall, where we talk about what's it mean to think worldviewishly. Uh, how do we how do we bring what we see around us into that Christian context? 
then we move on into developing a worldview and figuring out how do we respond with our Christian worldview to what's happening around us? How do we influence other people? So they uh, do a practicum. Our fellows do a practicum uh, every year along with developing a ministry plan. And all of this is a flow where monthly we're meeting to talk about, all right, what did you talk about last month? What did you read about? How did you process that? They, they, we have a uh, online learning platform called Pathright that all of their answers, all their stay work goes on to that platform. And then we meet to, to kind of discuss it and digest it and work through any issues. Um, once a month on the second Saturday of the month. So, so JK, you know, part of this leads up to ultimately creating those who are going to go out into the world and minister to reach others with all of this newfound information that they've garnered together through this program. There's yeah. fellowship. Um, you're giving clarity and purpose behind each individual yeah. that is within the program. Ultimately, I understand it leads to each person to create a personal mission statement. Right, yes. and we're it's going to a, take all of that information. Project. That's the is right. that the the main takeaway? Right, that's the main takeaway. Again, what T.M. Moore said to us: we're not just here to learn. We're not just absorbing. Chuck's dream was that we would make we would have people out there making a difference in the culture, and so I, I think the best way to illustrate it is that we have. Young people, all senior citizens in our, in now our two cohorts that have gone through the program. And um, we have people who are um, counseling, mentoring uh, young men. We have moms who are working with other moms in local churches. Uh, we've had uh, several nurses go through our program because of the demands that they're finding in their nursing responsibilities. We had some doctors, some educators go through and all of them are encouraged to say, all right, where is your influence, your area of influence? And what's the difference you can make? What are you equipped to do um, in that area of ministry in your life? And we uh, are doing everything we can to equip them and give them ongoing support as they go do that work. Wow, that is just awesome. Well, and that's so vitally important, really, for all of us, but I'm so glad that you're doing that through the cohort because biblical worldview and the application thereof through the Word of God is incredibly important and to understand how to use that to impact the culture around you. Talk about um, a little bit, if you would, maybe a little more deeply, J.K., about how once you're commissioning people come June, how you you train them to make that impact specifically once they take everything that they have learned through the Mm -hmm. the training in the cohort how are they going to apply that now as they step back out into the world because um 
you know, it's one thing as we sit down and we, we read the Word of God daily, and, and I know, you know, we can take what we're reading, and I, I firmly believe, obviously, the Holy Spirit brings to mind what we need when we're interacting with people on a daily basis, mm-hmm. but you're doing something on a much bigger scale, and it brings it into such a much clearer focus when you are teaching biblical worldview. Talk about how that works. Kelly, as I understand your question, we're talking about people who um, are out there in the trenches, so Mm -hmm. to speak, working with the people that they encounter every week. So one of our fellows is in northern Indiana working with campus groups um, at um, the uh, public college campuses up in northern Indiana. He meets with them monthly. He's mentoring young men and young women there. Uh, one of our recent uh, commission fellows works with a uh, campus group in Lafayette. Um, she already had influence there, but now she's really equipped uh, to deal with these questions about, well, are all of these things true? Well, all of these things create a conflict. <laughs> we have to work our way through in order to live our lives. My, one of my favorite stories is um, man that I've known for a long time was really beginning to burn out in his own area of work and so wrestled the entire year last year with what, what, what's God calling me to do and he retired from his work and went to work with a wonderful ministry here in central Indiana and he's having the time of his life uh, but the, the cause of that really was his wrestling with what's my call in ministry and where can I go make the biggest difference because I'm finding walls where I am are there openings in other places and his life is just it's fun to watch because he's having such a good time ministering to some very special people well it's interesting that's part of our struggle is to decipher and discern what it is that God is calling us to do and often we're not in touch with um not only what the Lord has gifted us with, but how to actually apply it. And what this program does is, over this period of time, really marry the knowledge and not only of the Bible, but how does God's Word apply to our culture today? And in that, you're discovering what your gifting is, and where you can actually apply that, just as you said, because that is difficult. We can know what we have to do, but we may not know where to do it. And, you know, you give a great example there. When people come into this, do you find that when they reach the end of this, um, that they're surprised, sort of like they went into the program, uh, you know, when you do something and you come out of it not expecting part of that? What's that like for the graduates? There's so many... Um, of them that come in really nervous about the study portion of it. There is, quite honestly, there is a lot of reading, but it gets balanced out with the live webinars because many of the webinars feature the authors of the books they just read. And, and so they work their way through this, and this time of the year they're kind of catching their breath, and they've done all of this, and we're beginning to turn to more of the ministry-oriented um, plans this time of year and they're just you know they may be even frustrated and yet when they're done they say I can't believe this happened 
and yes, I've been transformed, and and I'm doing things I didn't dream I would be doing, and it's just it's fun to watch them really blossom. Um, we're in our second cohort this year, and we're beginning to see it happen. Last year, it happened all over the place with so twenty twenty one fellows in training, and they just blossomed before our eyes. And now that's beginning to happen now, we're about halfway through the year. And it's just it's fun to watch them take this in and say, oh, <laughs> that's what that means. I claim the questions are getting harder in our culture. That's, I'm old enough to know that it seemed pretty simple 50 years ago. And that's not the case now. And mm-hmm. so we're trying to do the deep dive into biblical foundations, biblical principles, to say, here's how God has addressed this issue, yeah. and here's how we minister to this. Because these issues, uh, one of our fellows from last year really made it clear to me, and aware I was not aware of how many hurting families there are because of things that have unfolded and what their sons and daughters have accepted is true. It's not true, and it's bringing pain and agony because of it. Yeah. So they, they have just, it, it's been marvelous to watch. I had no idea when when I first agreed to do this, how much impact and how quickly people would rally to this, to, to gain help and, and tools and guidance in, in their ministries. It has got to be so gratifying to watch them grow and to really start to grab mm-hmm. onto this and to know that they're taking it out into the culture to make an impact. Hey, if you've just uh, tuned in, we're talking with J.K. Stevens. He's director of the Indianapolis Colson Cohort, and they're getting ready to start the next Colson Fellows Cohort in January. J.K., for anyone listening who's interested in being involved, uh, we just got a couple of minutes left. How do they go about sure. getting involved and becoming part of this? The best thing to do is to go to colsonfellows.org. And that's Colson, C-O-L-S-O-N, fellows.org. I have that page up in front of me right now, and they'll see at the top of the page an Apply Now button and a Request Information button. The Apply Now button won't come live until January. The Request Information button is, is alive and on right now. And if you click on that button, fill out the information there, they'll send your information to me um, and then we make contact and begin to talk about okay here's what we do here's where we meet um, here's the details of what you'll need to be doing um, and there's plenty of support both in the Colson office and here from our in our area as well so best thing colsonfellows.org well, we so greatly appreciate your time and sharing of this. I want to encourage everyone, please go on over to colsonfellows.org, and you can find all the information, the overview, there's an outline of the course of study, as well as the different modalities for you to be able to participate. And do check out all of the partners who are helping in this. Uh, you know, you guys are aligned um, not only with FCCI, that's uh, the Fellowship of Companies for Christ International, but also Prison Fellowship uh-huh. and Ratio Christi, mm-hmm. some really great partners that you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when you guys are 
are doing this. We will be praying. And again, you said uh, January that the um, that the applications will be open, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to be then, sure that we're going to... we actually... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Steve. You... I, we actually open our year in January, so we have a bit of a long uh, takeoff route here. But it, we find it takes that long, and then we have our first gathering in July. Well, that is just wonderful. We will be praying along with you. We do wish that you have an incredible holiday season and uh, for you, you and your family and everyone that uh, you will be seeing. And I'll be praying that this just fills uh, its capacity and that you guys have a marvelous oh, yeah. impact uh, going forward. Well, thank you. Thank you both so much. Yeah. Thank you for spending the time with us today. Again, I want to direct all of you to colsonfellows.org for all of the information you need to be part of this. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life.